Hey, hello, and welcome everybody to the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank, with Tyler. We're back at it. Um, this is going to be the usual now. We're going to take a little bit longer breaks between shows to make better shows. So, deal with it, I guess? I don't know. Yeah. How you feeling, Tyler? I'm alright. I'm alright. It is fucking cold out, man. Dude. You don't have to tell me. <laughs> it's you just... probably don't have to tell a lot of people out no. there. It is fucking freezing. Yeah. Yeah. Just a lot of a lot of coldness. We got snow. More snow coming. That was awful. That was terrible. Uh, yeah. Driving in that was awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. I, I did not like that at all. Right. Winter is here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all um, right. How about you? Yeah, I mean, other than freezing my nuts off, uh, it's been okay. Uh, the new cat, new kitty, Jack, he's been playing with Bowser a lot. It's been very entertaining to watch. <laughs> um, he sleeps in bed with me. Uh, one night he tried to sleep on my head, and his tail was across the, my upper lip like a mustache. Oh, nice. <laughs> Wow, um, but yeah, it's it's going pretty good. That's good. Uh, There's uh, however, good. Oh, what? Good. One thing I must say, my Steam Deck having problems. Oh no! What's wrong? Oh no! My L1 button is not working. Oh so, no! And it is beyond the warranty period, so I have to pay for repairs. So I sent that. I mailed that out today, and hopefully it doesn't take too long. Um, but I'm without a Steam Deck now. Damn. I'm half tempted to just buy another one. <laughs> yeah, are you hoping <laughs> they buy just... Buy the OLED. <laughs> yeah, they just send you back an OLED and say, here, take this. That'd be Dude, nice. Fuck yeah. I'd love that. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that sucks. I mean... Yeah. How long how long have you had that thing? I'm trying to remember when Steam Decks came out. Uh I think I've had it for about two years. Okay. And that's the only problem I've ever had is that, that button. Um and it is something they can repair. It's just gonna cost me a pretty penny. Uh and I don't like that. Um So yeah, I, I'm just a little disappointed. Yeah. That it's already Already doing that to me. So. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that, that yeah that sucks. Uh, I mean that that seems like one of your primary gaming machines. It, so <laughs> it was my primary gaming machine last year. I want to say like I I probably played over seventy percent of my gaming on my Steam Deck last year. Wow. Whew. So that's awesome. Yeah. Hopefully, I get that back and it works just fine. Uh, yeah. Right on, um, man. So, yeah. Let's get into video games, I guess. Unless you have anything else to add? No, I do not. Let's do it. Let's do it. There's lots, lots to talk about. Yeah, there is. Uh, we... Yeah, we took a little bit of a break. We played some games. Tyler, you and I both played some halo infinite yes we did it was fun it was very fun 
apparently I still have a little bit of latent talent left in that game. <laughs> I can still gun it up pretty good once in a while. Yeah, I think Halo, um, I've just played Halo so much that it, you know, I'm not like a pro or anything, but I can come back to it and feel good about it. You know, it just, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, it was like a muscle memory thing for me with Halo, but other games like, I don't even know, like even Destiny sometimes, I come back to that and I'm like, fuck, I am bad at this game. So, mm. yeah, I don't know, it's one of those things, but Halo Infinite feels good to shoot stuff in. Yeah. Yeah, I I really like how there are there are maps now. There's more maps. Lots of there maps. maps. Oh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I played it for, I don't know, 10, 15 hours maybe, like, from kind of coming back to it to when you and I played. And when you and I played, we were playing on a couple of the maps that I've never even played yet. Like, there's a lot of maps in this game now, which is really fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, uh, I, 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 I have an itch now. I have an itch for Halo. So I'm, I'm going to have to keep going back and scratching that itch from now on. Yeah, same. We uh, we played a whole bunch of different modes. I mean, Firefight, that was fun. But uh, we played, like, big team... Well, no, it wasn't even big team battle. What, what do they call it? Squad yeah, battles? 8v8. Yeah, yeah, squad battle. 8v8. And we played, what, two or three matches? I can't even remember. But we got our asses handed to us in those yeah. matches. Like, yeah. that was definitely, like, the worst part of... When we played, I'm like, I don't even know if I'm really having fun right now. Because we were getting wrecked so hard. It was just like, you spawn and like immediately die. And just one of those things. Yeah. It was it was crazy. Um, but other than that, it was, it was a really good time. Yeah. Um, any other games you want to talk about? Anything? Have you finished any video games? I have... I mm-hmm. finished Like a Dragon, Gaiden, the man who erased yeah. his name. <laughs> and, <sighs> um, wow, this game is, it's fucking epic. It is so good. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed the ending to this game. I enjoy like, having played Like a Dragon, let me back up. Spoilers for Like a Dragon, Gaiden. And probably like a dragon. <laughs> if you don't want to hear anything, skip forward. I'm giving you last chance. I loved the end of the game, how they truly tie it in um, to to like a dragon, where you go to um, the scene where Yakuza gets basically like disbanded. Uh, but you play it from Kiryu's perspective, and then you end up in that big-ass brawl that happens in that room. Yeah. Um, I was like, uh, dude, I'm like, this is so hype. And that scene is so epic. It was cool in Like a Dragon. It is so much cooler here, just because you're you're seeing it from a different side. You're seeing some more backstory with it. And, it, it dude, it was so cool. I, I fucking loved that. I loved the... Uh, the boss fight afterwards where um, Kiryu and Majima 
and I'm blanking on the other two's names, but they rip their shirts off and they all have like their fucking tattoos on their back and they're ripped and it's fucking sick. Uh, absolutely loved the ending to this game. Um, and then the end, the like real like ending with Kiryu uh, watching watching the kids and just bawling his eyes out. It felt like that scene went on forever, but it was so, so well done. Um, I think, even though I haven't played all these games, that scene hits really, really well. Um, I could not imagine, though, how, if you've played all those games, how hard that scene probably hits. Just to see a different side of Kiryu like that is, you know, he's usually just so, like, cool and buttoned up and badass and... Here he is just having a meltdown. Like, it was it was so well done. I fucking love this game. I love these characters, this world. Whew. It was a good time. And you've only got to wait another week. I know. I know. That's that's what's exciting. That's yeah. very exciting. I, I, yeah, I'm very curious because I, I just want to know, like, what? Where does this go? Like, how do they end up in Hawaii? You know, he's saying, Kiryu, you can take a vacation. It's like, well, I think I know where Kiryu's probably going to go. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm really, I'm itching for it, man. I'm ready for for some more of this. Yeah. Yeah, that that was like, we didn't do an award for it, but like, that was like my favorite. My favorite cut scene slash moment or whatever. That was my favorite of the year. Yeah. yeah, and like so. I said, I could not, uh, I couldn't just, that is probably, I think if you've played all those games, like you have, that is probably one of the best payoffs, like, maybe ever in video games, is that yeah. scene, and just seeing that, I mean, it was, it was awesome. Um, uh, yeah, just so many cool moments, great characters, great boss fights, um, loved it. Um, and I, I got into more of the, the other side stuff and some of the, you know, Kame Network stuff. I really like a lot of that. The Coliseum is cool. Um, just building out your team and all that stuff. I mean, you could spend hours and hours and hours doing that stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, so I didn't do all of it, but I, I did a solid chunk of it. It's fun. And some of those fights, I mean, if you don't have your team leveled up enough, um, you know, some of those fights can be pretty hard. Um yeah so for sure yeah a lot of the side stuff is it's a it's a good game i i think my only criticism with it is just it felt at times a little padded out just to make it a full game where it's like you can't really progress the story until you get the akame network to this level and you're at this rank in the coliseum and you know, just kind of some stuff like that. None of that stuff is that bad because those side activities are fun to do. But sometimes just something would happen in a story that's so gripping and then you kind of just have to to wait a little bit uh, to, to see the next part. But that's probably my only criticism of it. And even then, it's not not even that, that big of a deal. Um, it's not that long of a game, too. I mean, I think I finished it in 12 hours, so... Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Um, and then the only other thing, so what I'm trying to do this year is I'm trying to change just kind of how I uh consume games in a way 
where okay. I'm hoping and I'm trying. So far, I've stuck to it. Now we're only 18 days into the new year, but <laughs> I've stuck to it where I want to basically play like one game at a time and really just invest into that game. So what I'm trying to do is just clean up a lot of things that I've kind of started. So Like a Dragon was one of them, and I am very close to finishing Mario and Rabbit's Sparks of Hope, which I know I've been playing for a long time now. So hoping to have that wrapped up this weekend before like a dragon infinite wealth and then i'm going to go full in on that and then we'll we'll go from there so i have a list of stuff that i want to get to but i just think i'll probably end up finishing more games that way um and just with the amount of time that i have to i just it's going to be better for me to just kind of sit down and just be like i'm playing this game even if it takes me two three weeks whatever um yeah. So that's, good luck. That's I could never. Yeah, I know. And, and it it has been kind of difficult in a way. Like boohoo, it, you know, I'm not playing multiple games. Like woe is me. But um, I am used to just I'll play this one night and then play this another night. Um, but you know, I'm just trying to change things up. But I'm trying to do that with other things too, like tv shows or something like that too it's like let's just do one tv show at a time and not watch like start multiple things and then it takes forever to finish certain things because i'm watching other things it's just trying to be a little bit more focused this year Um, so basically i'm trying to have kind of like this is the game i'm playing and then you know if you and i play stuff or you know whatever you know that's that's a separate thing that doesn't count but uh just trying to be more focused. So that's that's what I'm playing. Hopefully I'll have that wrapped up. And uh, yeah, I cannot wait for Infinite Wealth. So that's all I've been playing. So what about you? Oh, I've got some more. I've got some more games. Uh, firstly, the stuff that's on my Steam Deck that I won't be able to get back to for a little while. I've continued playing Red Dead Redemption 2. Woo! Um, I'm dealing with the Greys and the Braithwaites right now. Mm. Um. But really, I'm fishing. I'm I'm, 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 ca- I'm catching some legendary fish. You, you getting some big boys? Getting some big boys. Yeah. All Pull right. them out of the pond, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, been just dicking around with that. Uh, also on the Steam Deck, playing Tales of Arise. Ooh, okay. All right. That game's anime as fuck, Tyler. Yeah, I can imagine. That game imagine. is just a fucking anime. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I fucking love it. I, hmm. I think this is the game where I noticed my L1 button was broken. Mm, do you have to use it a lot? Um, no, but I kept seeing in the tooltips things about you, you could do with perfect parries and perfect dodges. And the dodges I got, like, and I was like, what's the parry button? Like, and I go try and I notice L1 doesn't do anything. And then I go into the control bindings and I'm like, oh, fuck. And then I go into the Steam system level input uh, test. And I'm like, god damn it. My L1 button's broken. Shit. Fuck me. (laughs) So I played a little bit more of that just dodging, like, (laughs) playing the game without the parry. (laughs) So I've been doing that a little bit, um, and I I really want to get back to it once, because uh, I I got up to the point at like right before the first major boss encounter I believe at least that's what it seems like it's 
I'm leading up to. So once I get back, I'm going to get back into Tales of Arise. The other game I've been playing on my Steam Deck, and this is the last Steam Deck game uh, I've been really putting time into, is Death Must Die. Tyler, do you know about Death Must Die? I have not heard of this game, no. To put it, to oversimplify it, combine vampire survivors with Hades. Oh, shit. That is a combo. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. So it is like, it is the same perspective as a uh, vampire survivors, and you can turn on auto attack if you want to. Um, but as you're collecting your experience and leveling up, you're getting boons and buffs from different gods, uh, which have different rarity tiers. Um, and like they have levels and rarity tiers and they have, they, the gods come out and have banter about the other gods and all that. Uh, and it's really fucking cool. Uh, there's also a gear system, like you, you equip gear that has some special effects, so it's almost a Diablo-like in that way also. Uh, <laughs> it's oh really God. fucking neat. Yeah, you should definitely check. I forget what console. Is it out on any consoles? Uh, let me see. Death must die. Uh, no, it is not on consoles yet. Um, let me see if they have plans for console. Yeah, I'm watching some gameplay of it now and it does it does look very fun. I can I can see absolutely all of those things. The vampire survivors, the Hades. It yeah, this this looks very cool, actually. Yeah, it it, it it's pretty incredible and uh I'm really my brother actually got me that for my birthday, and I'm I'm glad he did. Nice, yeah, because <laughs> no. that was totally that was not on my radar at all. So yeah, no, that's a good pick. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's it for my Steam Deck, Tyler. Uh, because I don't have my Steam Deck, I'm back on my Nintendo Switch. Uh. So the. What I plan on doing on my Switch. What I planned on doing on my Switch is getting to those uh, Pokemon DLCs. Oh, yeah, yeah, For Scarlet, Scarlet and Violet. Yep. What happened instead is I got back into Stardew Valley. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I started a new farm with one of the new maps. Um, apparently there have been a shit ton of updates that I just haven't been paying attention to since I've been away from the game for so long. So I'm uh, definitely keeping an eye out for that. I already noticed some quality of life improvements with the UI and some menus. Uh, so really enjoying my time with Stardew Valley. And lastly, Tyler, what if I told you that I'm playing... Mm, can you guess the Final Fantasy game I'm playing? Ooh, okay. Um I'm going to guess, is it Final Fantasy 1? No, but that's a very funny guess. Is it part of the Pixel Remaster Collection? No. Okay. Hmm. Is it a is it a mainline Final Fantasy? It's not a spin-off. 
No, it is not a mainline Final Fantasy. Okay. Is it um, Crisis Core, the remaster? No, Tyler. It's Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Uh, Origins. Okay. All right. All right. All right. (laughs) Man, I actually kind of forgot about that one. So (laughs) I don't know how, but yeah. All right. How is it? Tyler. How is it? This game is fun. It is dumb fun, but it is fun. Mm. (laughs) I really like it. Um, The writing is terrible, but in a hilarious way. It is... I think they were trying to be funny with this game. I don't think Square Enix wanted them to be funny with this game, but Koei Tecmo made this, so they had their own input. I think they're making fun of Final Fantasy a little bit with this game. <laughs> At least Final Fantasy protagonists. Mm. Um, because Jack, uh, <laughs> he's just such a dick. I, I don't know why they made the protagonist such a fucking dick, but <laughs> he is. And it's, it's hilarious how he treats his other party members and um, just how he talks to other characters in that game. Um yeah, it's it's hilarious. Uh, but as far as playing it, like there's a bunch of different character classes um, that you can swap in between, uh, each with like different combo systems, uh, different like yeah, different skill trees and all that. Um, I I really fucking dig it. It's I just turn my brain off and I smack some enemies and make them explode into crystals. And, nice. you know, that's a fun time for a couple hours at a time. So, yeah. <laughs> Final. <laughs> yeah. You need. Mm, man. You don't need to play this. You might need to watch a playthrough of it. Mm. Gotcha. Just to absorb the character of Jack. <laughs> yeah. Is it um, very Souls-like? No. No? Okay. Because I, I remember... It, ha- it has like it has some like parry systems and like ways you can punish enemies after parrying and all that, but it's not as hard as a Souls game. Okay. It's like, it's a lot faster, a lot more loose, probably... Like, I don't know what else. To... It's almost more... Mm, it's a little bit more Devil May Cry than Souls. Okay, gotcha. Because I remember hearing people saying it's kind of Souls-like, but it, you know. So it has some things like that, like the save points, which hilariously they just call cubes. Mm. They're like, hey, there's some cubes over there. Let's take a break. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But when you rest there, it respawns enemies. But that's that's the most I've, that's the only similarity I've seen between it and a Souls game. All right. So nice. I don't know what people were on about that. So whatever. Uh, but I'm, I am. I was genuinely surprised at how much I liked this game. <laughs> uh, so yeah, check it out. It's a part of the PlayStation Plus Premium Collection, I believe. Or I'm not. Sure, I'm actually not sure if you have to have premium. I forget what lef- what level you need to be subscribed at. But I'm getting it through my subscription. So, right on. There's that. Cool. Uh, I'm just going to quickly rummage through my brain for other games I've been playing. I've dabbled a little bit more into Slay the Spire. I've played some of another... It's called While the Iron's Hot. You play as a blacksmith uh, going around collecting 
um, collecting resources, filling like fulfilling orders, uh, upgrading your shop, all that sort of stuff. Um, it's pretty standard. Uh, what else? What else? What else? I've been playing a lot of board games. Oh, really? Yeah. I've uh, been playing a game called Quacks of Quedlinburg. Um, it's a game where you uh, make potions and try not to make your cauldron blow up. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, yeah, you're drawing tokens out of a bag. Um, yeah, it's... It's it's fun. It's very uh, a lot of it's it's itching my gambling, uh, scratching <laughs> the gambling itch I have. Nice. So that's awesome. There's that. Um, I uh, let's see. Also been playing of uh, Taverns of Tiefenthal, a game where you're rolling dice. It's a dice placement game where you're managing like a tavern. Um, so you can like get gold and and beer to and as your resources um to upgrade your bar to buy to hire more staff to put in your deck it's also a deck builder cuz you're drawing your you're drawing cards and filling tables um yeah enjoying that as well and then the other game which takes forever but I like a lot it's called Ark Nova you're building a zoo but uh, both times I've played it, it's taken. It's a three-hour-long game. <laughs> oh wow! That's a long <laughs> so time. you need to commit some time to that one. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, there's a couple others. Uh, Walking in Burano, a game where you build houses and try to score points based on like certain things, like how many chimneys you have. If you if you have if you get the Santa resident. You get points for chimneys. If you have, uh, like, a painter, you get, like, for um, getting, like, pairs or a three of a kind of colored houses. It's, uh, yeah. Uh, some other games I've been playing. Kabuto Sumo. It's a, it's a sumo wrestling game about beetles wrestling each other on a log. You push <laughs> little di- wooden discs to try to push the other beetle off. Um, all the Beatles have uh, special abilities. A lot of wrestling references in there. Um, really enjoying that as well. I've I've had a lot of fun with the board games the past couple of weeks. Yeah, no, that sounds sounds cool. I, that's a like a whole whole world, man. I mean, yeah, it's just there's a lot of board games. Um, every time I, uh, yeah. Every time I hear about some of this stuff, I'm like, yeah, it sounds cool. Uh, I, I'm i one of those guys where, like, I like playing board games when when I'm playing them. I just don't, I guess, necessarily seek them out. But it is a whole whole world, man. Some of them sound well, very maybe, cool. Maybe we and the, and the lads must set up a board game night yeah. at some point. Yeah. Like the game we played, you know, a while ago. Wingspan. About, yeah, we yeah. played Wingspan. About birds, like I, I one have never heard of it about that, and then it's like a board game about birds. That doesn't sound like that fun, but that was actually a really good time. <laughs> so some of these, yeah. some of these, seem very cool. Yeah. <sighs> but enough about that. Let's get into the news. We've been away for a while, so there's plenty of news. I'm sure there's stuff we're going to miss, but. 
we're going to get into it regardless. Uh, today, there was an Xbox Developer Direct. I managed to watch this. I'm not sure if you've seen it. I have only seen clips. Unfortunately, I have not had a chance. I, when this happened, I was in meetings like all mm. fucking afternoon, and then it was time to go home. <laughs> and now I'm here. So I have not had a chance, but I've seen some clips. So how was it? I think this was a pretty tight, uh, neat show, uh, and it was exactly what they said it was going to be, uh, except there was one small surprise. Uh, so they said they announced this a while ago uh, with um, they they were going to talk about Hellblade, Avowed, Aura, and Indiana Jones. Um, but there was a surprise. Visions of Mana was there because Xbox desperately wants uh, Japanese games to be front and center on their console um, to maybe dive into that market a little bit. But, yeah, they showed off five games. They led with Avowed, which I think looks pretty fucking good. Yeah, um, I, I agree. Yeah, it's... and. From what I've heard, it's also not going to be a giant game. It's going to be, like, more to the size of, like, the Outer Worlds, which, great. I don't need a game the size of Starfield. A game the size of the Outer Worlds is good enough for me. (laughs) Yeah, and I think, too, that... I totally agree with you. And I think that allows Obsidian to stretch their legs a little bit, you know, because... It just seems like they're very good at storytelling. And I feel like the kind of tighter they make the game, the better it's going to be, like the Outer World. Yeah. So, yeah, that's Yeah, and it lets them focus on things like the things they're good at, like, you know, having choices and consequences. Right. (laughs) Yep. So, yeah. Really excited for that. That's coming this fall. Fall, they said. I think they said fall for that one. Uh, they showed off Hellblade, uh, Senua Saga, Hellblade Two. It's a lot of studio footage, um, a lot of motion capture footage they showed, um, but that's coming May twenty first. Uh, then they surprised us with Visions of Mana, which is coming this year at some point. Uh, that game looks pretty neat. Pretty. Uh, I was a little bit surprised that they showed Square Enix. I was half thinking that maybe they were going to announce their Final Fantasy XIV thing um, because they mistakenly announced it on uh, X or Twitter or whatever you want to call it now and then <laughs> took that away. Um, so no Final Fantasy XIV on <laughs> Xbox yet. Uh, but Visions of Mana come in this... Or Mana, however you want to say it. I don't care. Uh, coming this year. Uh, Oxide Games has a game called Aura Histories Untold. It is it is very much a Civ-like video game. Um, coming this fall, it's... Yeah, I'm I'm excited for it. I need another one of these. Yeah, this, this game just screams your name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I... I'm curious. I have not played one of these types of games with like their sort of crafting system or, that they showed off, uh, but I'm curious, and I'm, I'm definitely going to look into that. Uh, they finished the show with Indiana Jones and the Great Circle. Uh, I thought this looked really good. 
Yeah. I think all these games looked pretty good, but Indiana Jones looked it looked better than I thought it was going to. Uh, I th- I didn't realize this game was this far along. Same. I, I I can't believe it's supposed to, I guess, come out this year. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, when you take a step back, I mean, this is what Xbox has been building towards for a long time now. And it seems like it's finally here in terms of just having... You know, they want. They said they want to have a game in quarter, and it seems like that's what they're basically lining up in a way, and that's really exciting. And I agree with you. This game looks awesome, and I think the fact that it's first person is makes it that much more exciting to me. Um, just, just to you know, because Uncharted is great, and Uncharted is. Very much like Indiana Jones. You know, it's third person. I just feel like they would have gotten so many comparisons with that. But then when you think about it, this game's from Machine Games. Wolfenstein, first person. Those are very good games. It makes sense that it's that. I think when they were saying that the game is uh, first person, it was kind of like, how's that even going to work? That's weird. Um, But looking at this gameplay, it seems like they really... uh, kind of hopefully i mean we haven't played it but looks like they might have nailed it and it Mm. it's cool um i'm very excited i mean machine games man i mean they they don't make bad games so and they're still definitely machine games i loved the part of the trailer where they were playing the indiana jones music very loudly as indiana jones was punching a nazi in the face yeah (laughs) right right yep it's it's not wolfenstein but i'll take it yeah so it's kind of interesting. They made Indiana Jones look like Harrison Ford, but then I guess Troy Baker is voicing him. It's kind of yeah. interesting. Um. So yeah, it it looks good. And then Hellblade looks great. Hellblade Two. Apparently that game. It's come out now that the game is fifty dollars and digital only. Um, mm. Which. Hmm. There's not a big physical collection sort of thing on the Xbox side anyways. You know, it's kind of sort of died in a way because um, the game passed. But the $50 is uh, kind of interesting to me. I really would have thought that that would have been a $60, $70 game. But yeah, I'm just excited it finally has a date. To me, they could not have shown that game off again and not put a date on it. Um, they kind of had to. So... Yeah, yeah it's they that was like the first game they announced for this generation of consoles, so it's finally gonna come out. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And looking at it too, and I'm not trying to get all console worry about this stuff, but it's like dude, Xbox has a really great seemingly great lineup of games this year. I hope they land the plane. What is going on with Sony, my dog? Like, sure, they have some, like, second-party exclusives, you could say, with Hellblade 2 and Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, and those are going to be big games, especially Final Fantasy. Um, But when it comes to first-party and stuff, it's like, man, where you at, man? Tyler. Where you at? Tyler. They're just like you. They aren't interested in video games. They're interested in movies and TV, just like the next (laughs) pair of news stories that you've put in here. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> get a, get us started here with uh, Last of Us 2. What have we got? 
Yeah, there's been a bunch of Last of Us 2 casting. Um, most notably, Caitlin, Caitlin uh, Dever is playing Abby. Um, they got... Um, oh, man. I'm going to have to look it up here in a second. But they got the guy from Beef, the show Beef on Netflix, um, uh, which he was fantastic in it, so he's in it. Uh, they did cast Dina, and they casted one other character. I forget the name, but yeah, some pretty, you know, I thought it was interesting. And I I, I like Caitlin Dever a lot in what I've seen her in. She's very good. Um, yeah, I'm just obviously curious about how they're going to portray Abby uh, physically on screen like is she gonna get fucking ripped i mean why not but uh that that's what i'm kind of curious about with this um because a lot of people too and i don't disagree with them is like well she kind of looks like she could have played ellie in a way Mm -hmm. um so it's an interesting choice she's a really great actor and i think she'll be good in it i hope she just disappears from the internet though the second that this trailer comes out, um, mm. because and I hope she knows what she's in for. <laughs> do you think they? Hmm, do you think they do it like the game and just kill off Pedro Pascal <laughs> in the first episode, or do you think I, they wait for it? I think, man, I don't know because the show was such a big hit. I think it would take a lot of balls to do that that early. Like it happens in a game. Um, mm-hmm. I could also see them trying to stretch it out a little bit more. Maybe that's how season two ends. Maybe they try to stretch stuff out to that happens in a season three. Maybe I, like I could see it going either way. But the fact that this is an HBO show, you know, they can kind of HBO just kind of, I don't know, lets their teams do what they want in a way and most of the time it works out so man i don't know i really don't know i know i'm saying a lot i don't know how they're gonna do it because i think it would be fucking wild if they did it like the game um hey maybe maybe pedro pascal has other work he needs to do (laughs) maybe yeah and dude in a way i want them to do it like the game because i want to see the reaction of all the people that have no idea what's going to happen and haven't played part two. Um, in a way, I don't want to relive that again. But um, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm curious. All right. So uh, that's not. Oh, yeah. I was going to get 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 to the other one there. Um, yep. Until dawn is apparently going to happen from David F. Sandberg, who uh, directed both Shazam movies, I believe. Um, oh, who could forget? <laughs> yeah, as well as uh, Lights Out in Annabelle Creation. Um, I haven't seen Lights Out, but Annabelle Creation was was okay. Um, yeah, and apparently this is going to be um, developed with Sony Pictures, Screen Gems, and PlayStation Productions. So, you know, PlayStation Productions, they've been doing some pretty good stuff. Um like the last of us i actually finished watching twisted metal um and it was it was way better than it had any right to be 
Um, okay. Not like the best show I've ever seen, but it was genuinely funny um, and pretty well done. There's some times where it just looks really cheap. So I hope with the second season they can up the budget on some of that stuff. Um, and there's still some writing stuff that's kind of a little annoying about it. But for the most part, it is, like I said, way better than it had any right to be. So, I don't know. I'm kind of in on this, in a way. Like, I think this can work really well. Horror movies usually work very well. And my only thing, though, is just, you know, Until Dawn is a very choice-driven game. Like, how do you how do, you do that for a movie? They kind of have to pick a lane, I guess. Yeah. And go with that. Yeah. But, which I think will be fine, but... You know, that's kind of part of the magic of Until Dawn is making all the choices. So, I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. I'm curious what they'll do with it. Yeah. Uh, and in the script, too, the script is apparently written by... Um, let me see here. Sorry. Um, Gary Dauberman. Um, but it's also being looked at by... Uh, Blair Butler, who wrote the movie The Invitation, which is actually a really interesting horror movie. Um, so that also gives me a little bit more hope, too. So seems like there's okay. pretty good stuff there. The Shazam movies? The first one I enjoyed. It was dumb. It was goofy. The second one I thought was so fucking boring in By the Numbers. So... I think overall this director seems a little hit or miss, but we'll see. Okay. Uh, we've got a new studio uh, from the founders of uh, Rocksteady. Comes a new studio called... Uh, what is it? 100 Star Games. Hun- yeah, 100 Star Games. Yep. Um. Yeah. I wonder what they'll do now that... <laughs> They don't have Warner over their head. Yeah, and it seems like they're taking a bunch of people with them, too, and that, you know, they're looking to make AAA games with about 100 people at the studio. Uh, seeing how Suicide Squad is panning out, part of me is like, I can see maybe why these two dudes left. <laughs> um, maybe they just didn't want to to do that. I mean, forced out i have no idea but um yeah it just seems like suicide squad is not going to be very good i think it is fucking nuts i think it says something when you have an outlet like ign previewing a game and goes we don't like it and puts that in their headline um because usually they're a little wishy-washy with that stuff i'm not saying they're like completely dishonest about it but you know they try to play nice sometimes with some of these publishers and things like that, but to go out there and be like, bam, we don't fucking like this game. It's like, holy shit. Wow. Yeah, but if you're going to do that to anyone, <laughs> you can do that to Warner because they don't seem to be into video games either. Yeah, right, right. And look, I'd rather them be honest with it. It's just, you know how those things go sometimes. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, nonetheless, I'm interested in, I guess, whatever they'll end up doing. I'm sure 
in a few years, it'll show up at the Game Awards because Jeff Keighley loves to announce games from new studios like this. So that's my guess. I'm going to say Game Awards 2027. Fuck it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. Ubisoft, who's, who said this? Who said this? Philippe Tremblay has said that uh, basically that uh, people still want to own their video games and subscriptions aren't taking off because people want to own their video games, which uh, is no big surprise to me. Yeah, pretty, pretty gross to say, but a lot of these studios... I'm sure this, you know, this is uh, unfortunately the way that things are going to go, and I don't like that. Um, yeah, I, I just, it just sucks that I don't know. Like, sure, you are buying stuff digitally. Technically, you're not owning it. it. Can be taken away from you. All that stuff. I get it, but I just think it would be fucking crazy for that to actually happen. And, but if it's on a subscription, then it's obviously a lot easier for them to do that. And uh, that that's just kind of gross to me. Um, I don't know. It just doesn't feel right. Like, it just doesn't feel right when recently, like, a lot of these movies and TV shows are just being blinked out of existence and never to be seen of again. I know that happens with games, too, still. I mean, Marvel's Avengers recently, that that's happened. But I just... As a consumer, I think you're a fucking asshole for saying that I need to get used to that. No. That's just, that's ridiculous to me. Yeah. Um, but thinking about it, uh, a, a, a high-level executive does not have the perspective of, you know, a normal fucking person. <laughs> yeah. So. Right. Yeah. I understand why he says that, but I also understand that he doesn't understand jack shit about people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's um, unfortunately the way that, I don't know, the way that things are going to go. And yeah, I just, I don't know. It, it'll also be interesting, too, to see a world, I mean, eventually it'll happen, but I still think it's going to take a long time where you are paying a subscription to just stream video games and that's it like maybe they're just being streamed directly to your tv almost like how you access netflix or you know hbo or whatever where you just open up that netflix app and bam there it is now you're now you're watching stuff and i think eventually games will get there like that but it'll take a long time and that's where i think we'll see a lot more of this like damn that's just being taken off of this service and that service and sorry and you're not really owning anything I think it'll take a long time to get there yeah uh, Immortality a one of the hits interactive uh, one hmm, an until dawn like maybe uh, probably yeah. more like Erica in the way that it's executed with the FMV here uh, 
it's coming to PlayStation. It had previously been only on Xbox, PC, and mobile. Um, but Immortality coming to PlayStation 5 January 23rd. Um, yeah. Yeah. This was. I've he- I heard so many good things about it, so Same. Yeah, I'm interested. Yeah. It was cut up there as one of the better games of 2022, and now it's coming to PlayStation, so very cool. Alright. Uh hmm. <laughs> Sea of Thieves could be cut, released for PlayStation and Switch. Uh Microsoft might be putting their games on other consoles. Yeah. Oh. This comes from a Nate to Hate podcast and then also has been backed up by Jeff Grubb and I believe Steven Tatillo. And those two dudes especially are very uh very good with what they do. Um, so, yeah, it is totally possible, and I think not surprising, that Sea of Thieves and, apparently, Hi-Fi Rush are going to be coming to other platforms. I think... Now, I don't really, like, give a shit, necessarily. You know, I Hi-Fi Rush, for example, I think... I would want more people to play that game. Uh, that game is fucking wonderful. Um, and so it being on other platforms, like whatever, doesn't matter. But I just think from a business perspective, that is kind of strange of Microsoft to do when, especially their more dedicated fan base has been wanting uh, exclusives like that, like on PlayStation, uh, forever. And it seems like they're finally getting there. And then they're like, you know what? We might put some of these on other platforms. It's like, what? <laughs> it kind of doesn't make I, sense. Sea of I Thieves, think it though, makes more sense for a multiplayer game like Sea of Thieves yes. to expand out. Yep. Um, yep. So, yeah. Uh, I'm curious if they do this with other multiplayer games like uh, State of Decay. Yeah, like, Sea of Thieves is, uh, I think it's going to be like six years old this year. That is a kind of a live service game. I don't think that's going to hurt anything at all if that came to PlayStation. That's just more players, more money for Microsoft, all that, all that good stuff. Um, I agree with you. State of Decay is another one. Dude, I think a massive shot in the arm for the franchise would be Halo Infinite. And I know that would be oh, crazy. Oh, God. Maybe just the multiplayer. I mean, it's free to play. Dude, it would fucking explode, I think, if it also came to other platforms. Um, so there's certain cases like that that I think make a lot of sense. I think for Sony, with some of their live service stuff, why not put it on Xbox? You know? Like, you know, we don't even really know what they are, but Concord and Fair Games, they're supposed to be true, like, real live service games why not you know those games need more as many players as possible really um but it's also just one of those things if like there is no chance in hell that god of war spider-man horizon will ever come to xbox like ever so it's kind of wild to finally have a game like hi-fi rush and maybe put it on other platforms I mean, good for them to have other people play the game, like I said, but it's just from a business perspective, it just seems strange. And it makes, it would make, 
a lot of people go, why should I ever buy an Xbox when their console sales are down year over year after they've started putting out like a lot of games and exclusive games? But maybe that's part of their thinking. Like, okay, clearly something's not working. We got to get these games elsewhere. Fuck it. We just want people to buy our games, play our games, get Game Pass. It doesn't matter. Um, I don't know. It'll be an interesting world to see. It's just, yeah, it's kind of wild that this might actually happen. Yeah. Um, let's wait to do NPD last here in the news. Sure. Um, got a delay. Stalker 2. Uh, has been delayed to late 2024, September 5th, 2024, to be exact. Um, yeah, I didn't think this was coming out at the first quarter this year, but no, yeah, definitely not confirmed here. Yeah, yeah, this game looks cool. I'm glad it got a date. I hope it can come out. It's another kind of, I don't know, shot in the arm for Xbox this year, though, because this is a console exclusive at launch. Sure, it'll be on PlayStation, you know, 2025 probably, but yeah, this game looks awesome. Yeah. I'm down. All right, we've got the next PlayStation, January's PlayStation Plus catalog and classics. Um, You're going to be, games being added to the extra and premium games catalog are Tiny Tiny Tina's Wonderlands Next Level Edition. Resident Evil 2, Hard Space Shipbreaker, Lego City Undercover, Just Cause 3, Session Skate Sim, Shadow Tactics Blade of the Shogun, Vampire the Masquerade Swan Song, and Surviving the Aftermath. Uh, the Classics on Premium, uh, Rally Cross, Star Wars Episode 1, The Phantom Menace, Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection, Legend of Mana, and Secret of Mana. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and then also, Foam Stars is going Launching to... Launching on PlayStation Plus. <laughs> yes. Uh, February 6th, and you will be able to get it until March 5th, so only about a month there that you can actually grab it, but yeah. I think it's smart for Foam Stars to launch on the PlayStation Plus. We've seen a few games, Fall Guys, Rocket League, like have a lot of success that way. Um, and for a multiplayer game, makes sense. You know, I think there's going to be a lot of people that when that game was shown off was like, nah, I'm not going to play that. But now that's going to be on PlayStation Plus, maybe they will. So, smart move there. Um, and yeah, I think not a bad month for some other things. Resident Evil 2 is amazing. Tiny Tina's Wonderlands is a fun podcast game. I couldn't tell you a damn thing that happens in that game, but it was very fun to shoot stuff in and yeah, I think it makes sense, too, getting some of these mana games on the classics with the new one coming out later this year. So, yeah, yeah, not a, not a bad bump. Okay, and lastly, we have NPD sales numbers. Tyler, what sticks out to you? Or maybe we'll get to it, but... Hmm. Yeah, I guess we can just start with the overall 2023 sales the fact that all right call of duty modern warfare 3 was not the best-selling game of the year 
What? Yeah. Hogwarts Legacy, number one. Kind of fucking crazy to me. Um, yeah, especially considering how many people were crying and being so uh, offended that uh, people like me who give a shit about, uh, say, trans rights or anything like that wouldn't play this game because of its connection to J.K. Rowling. Um, it, seem, it, it turns out those people, like crying about that really should just shut the fuck up <laughs> yeah yeah it's i don't know it says a lot of a lot of things i think it, it there's that and then there's also just the fact that it just seems like hog uh, harry potter as a franchise is just no matter what for better for worse uh is huge you know what I mean? And to like, yeah. here's a game that I, I would think is, you know, I'm not a massive Harry Potter fan or anything like that, but if you were a hardcore Harry Potter fan, this is probably exactly what you've been looking for forever. And you get it, um, whatever you think about the game. I mean, you know, it's just, I think it shows that as well, that that, that franchise is huge. Um I thought that, that game was going to be popular. I never would have thought it would have been the best-selling game of the year. Like, I wouldn't even bet on that. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, uh, the game to me, like, in the footage I've seen, looked very, uh, like, it just it just looked pretty standard, like a yeah. very standard mid-video game. <laughs> I agree. I, I haven't played it, obviously, but I, I agree with you. It, it did seem standard in a lot of ways. Um, Yeah, I guess you want to run down the list of the 2023? Uh, Yeah, Uh, starting at 20, we've got Minecraft, 19 Mario Kart 8, 18 Elden Ring, 17 Street Fighter 6, 16 Final Fantasy 16, and actually made the top 20, which is one of the things I predicted it wouldn't do. Yeah. Or did I say it wouldn't make the top... hmm. I mean, 10. I don't know, I can't remember. (laughs) 15 is Dead Island 2, 14 MLB The Show 23, 13 Resident Evil 4, 12 Super Mario Bros. Wonder, and at number 11 is Starfield. 10 EA Sports FC 24, 9 Star Wars Jedi Survivor, 8 Mortal Kombat 1, 7 Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, 6 Diablo 4, 5 Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, 4 Marvel Spider-Man 2, 3 Madden NFL 24, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 is number two, and as we said, Hogwarts Legacy, number one. Um, I find it interesting, Dead Island 2 on this list at number 15 above Final Fantasy and Street Fighter? I don't know, that's kind of wild, considering that that game was just in development hell for an eternity. So, good for them on that. Um, Now, I'm pretty sure that Nintendo stuff doesn't count digital sales. And Zelda Tears of the Kingdom has sold like 20 plus million copies. So, so I think that that game is probably much higher, you know. Or, you can't go much higher, but probably in that two or three slot, I would think. 
um, if that Maybe. was included on this list. Um, and I think it's also cool just to see the staying power of a game like Elden Ring being on this list. Still, you know, a year yeah. later, year plus later on that. That's that's awesome. Yeah. Also interesting to see Starfield, uh, even though it's a Game Pass game, still selling pretty well. Yeah, definitely. I I think that's Microsoft and Bethesda are probably very happy with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, the December games, I mean, the list is pretty standard. I don't think we need to go through the whole thing, but yeah. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 was number one game of uh, December with Super Mario Brothers Wonder number two. And the only new game there is Avatar Frontiers of Pandora, number six. Yeah. I <sighs> kind of forgot that came good? out. I don't know if it is. I don't I I it didn't look very good from what I saw. Let me let me let me bring up the the evil Metacritic. Uh look at Avatar. Uh let me see. Metacritic uh games why is it why is it not here come on avatar search frontiers of pandora has a mm, 72 on metacritic yeah uh let me look at some of the reviews here critic reviews i don't mm. And some of there are soon hmm, there are a lot of okay GameSpot gave it an eight what hmm, so they hmm, does GameSpot a ten point or five point scale I forget uh ten point I think okay so they gave it an eight out of ten yeah um let's see who else include all the regional IGN channels jeez Metacritic is a mess. Yeah. Um, IGN proper gave it 7 out of 10. I don't know. Yeah, what? The Not, one. Doesn't seem terrible, but also doesn't seem fantastic. Yeah, it, to me, it, uh, from what I watch, seems very much like a Ubisoft game, but the look oh. of that game seems pretty cool, you know, if you're okay. into Avatar. So, Good. I don't know. The, the one thing that I don't understand in this article. Um, it says that basically with Hogwarts Legacy being number one, that's the first time since 2008 that Call of Duty has not been number one. But I could have sworn that um, GTA V in 2013 outsold uh, Call of Duty. And then maybe even Red Dead Redemption 2 in 2018? I could have sworn I was reading articles about that, like, back in the day. Um, hmm. So, I'll have to look into that one, I guess, but I don't know. Yeah, I just find that kind of uh, interesting, I guess. Hmm. Yeah, top 10 best-selling games of 2013. This is an article from February 2014. It has GTA Five at number one and Call of Duty Ghost at number two. Hmm. Seems like some people just don't do the research. Yeah, they what, say things. What the fuck? Hmm. When you look up best-selling game of 2018... Oh, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
It says this marks the first time that a top game was neither a Call of Duty nor a Rockstar developed game. Oh, okay. I missed that part. Okay. I missed that part. There we go. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, okay. That that makes that makes much more sense there. Okay. Cool. Uh but that was twenty twenty three. Yeah. So let's look ahead to twenty twenty four. The game release calendar. <laughs> Uh, we are already about over halfway into January, so... Prince of oh, Persia. To... Go ahead. Oh, yeah, Prince of Persia Lost Crown is out today. Yeah, yeah. and I, I was going to say, like, kind of right off the bat there, that game seems pretty cool. I might... Yeah. I don't think I'm going to pick it up anytime soon, but I might honestly check that out, because that is from the Rayman team, and the Rayman games are... The recent ones are awesome, and I wish they made more of them. So, yeah, game seemed neat. So, yeah. Uh, we're not going to shout out all the games, but uh, we'll just pick out some stuff. Uh, tomorrow, as we're recording Last of Us Part 2 Remastered, Tyler, you can play your Last of Us again on PlayStation 5, native PlayStation 5. I know you're going to do it. Well. You don't, have to, you don't have to pretend. I will do it. I don't know when I'll do it because to be totally honest with you, I don't want my wife being spoiled on anything. Like I don't want her oh, to okay. accidentally hear something when she's in somewhere else in the house or walks by. So I will pick it up just because it's a $10 upgrade. Um, but um, I might not play it this year. We'll see. Okay. Um, later this month, we already talked about Immortality coming to PlayStation. Uh, we've got Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth coming out on the 26th. Oh, yeah. Mm. Can I wait? Delicious. Oh, yeah. Also on the 26th, it's going to be a big game, uh, though. Tekken 8. It's a big day. Hmm. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's go forward to February. Um, let's see. Persona 3 Reload, February 2nd. Same day as Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. I think I know which of those games I'd rather play. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to be honest with you, I think I would rather play Persona 3 Reload, and I'd never play the Persona game. So you, should, you should play Persona 3 Reload. It's going to be on Game Pass. Yeah, <laughs> it, it will be. Yeah. <laughs> you should commit a, another 60, 80 hours <laughs> no. to <Yeah>. Persona. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Uh, f- talked about Foam Stars, Helldivers Two coming out February eighth. Yeah, that's a game we'll play together. Yeah, game seems neat. I'm interested in that. Banishers: Ghost of New Eden also looks cool. Like that's out February thirteenth. That is from Don't Nod. So mm-hmm. very. Um, I believe this is a team that. Oh, made is that, that the guy with the dead wife? Is that the guy with the dead ghost wife? I think so. Yeah, and it's supposedly an RPG. Which is interesting. I think this is the team from Dota that did a uh, Vampire a couple years ago. Okay. So. All right. Yeah. Uh, we're getting a a uh, pack of Tomb Raiders one through three remastered on the fourteenth. Yep. Valentine's Day. <laughs> we have Skull and Bones finally. I was hoping you'd say it. I was hoping you'd say it. <laughs> yes, Skull and Bones. Oh my god. February 16th. Coming to Stadia as well. What? <laughs> I thought Stadia's <laughs> no, dead. It isn't. <laughs> what? No, it isn't. 
Oh, that's wild. Um, another game that seems interesting, but I'm waiting for reviews. But it was it seemed cool. It was at a state of play. I forget when, but Pacific Drive. Oh yeah, seems mm-hmm. like a neat game. Um, that I hope turns out well from Ironwood Studios. Um, yeah, looking forward to that one. It's apparently like a racing survival game. That's kind of neat. So, yeah. Then at the end of the month, we've got some remakes and remasters. Brothers Tale of Two Sons remake. Uh, Star Wars Dark Forces remaster on the 28th as well. And then on the 29th, because it is a leap year, we get Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Can't wait. I wonder how many... Hmm, I need to do <laughs> some research to see games releasing on February 29th. <laughs> yeah, I'd be curious on that. I don't know. But on uh, to March. Yeah. Oh, you're you're excited for Rebirth, though, right? You're, you oh, yeah. get in there? Yeah. I, I'm very excited for that, yes. Okay. Uh, March. Let's see. As Dust Falls yeah, dra- comes to PlayStation, uh, and that's a okay. very neat game, so go ahead. But it's Dragon, Dragon's Dogma 2 month. That's oh. what it is, March 22nd. Oh, yeah. March 22nd is a huge day. Uh, you get Dragon's Dogma 2, Princess Peach Showtime on the Switch, and Rise of the Ronin as well. Mm. Fuck. <laughs> uh, they're making another... Oh, I forgot they were making another South Park game. Yeah, oh. I think this one's like a... What is it? It's like a four-player co-op game. I'm good. Oh. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's starting to thin out. We don't have as many announcements later on the year, but in April, uh, not mm, there's a Braid Anniversary Edition if you need that on the 30th. Yeah. I know people are excited for Ayudin Chronicle 100 Heroes, which I think is supposed to be kind of like a spiritual successor to Suikoden. Mm-hmm. So, and I believe that is coming to Game Pass as well, so... That's a nice get, I guess, for Microsoft. Okay. May, we have Hellblade 2, May 21st. In yes. June, we have Destiny 2, The Final Shape. Uh, yeah, good luck with that, Bungie. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll see. Seems like make or break. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Ace Combat 7 is coming to Switch in July. In August, we've got Black Myth Wukong on the 20th. September, Stalker 2 and Warhammer 40k Space Marine 2. Yep. And then we've got a lot of to be announced. Uh, <laughs> yeah. These dates, so. See I'm looking here. forward to Avowed. Yeah, me too. Very much. Um, um, man. There's that weird ass game, uh, Baby Steps. <laughs> no, from I just, uh, we don't. I'm not gonna play that, but that game looked fucking wild from the Getting Over It developer. Um, Beyond Good and Evil. Just kidding. It's a 20th anniversary remaster. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, EA is apparently gonna try to make another college football game. Yeah, I feel like they've been trying to do that for a while now. 
They have, but I think it's I think it's legitimately happening because of the whole name, image, and likeness thing that's uh, now okay. a thing. So it's not as big of a deal as it used to be back in the day. So yeah, I think that's definitely happening. That's going to be a huge game. Then we have a Final Fantasy fourteen Dawn Trail. I, that uh, I need to catch eight. up in the patches. I need to catch up in the patches so I'm ready for when this expansion releases. Uh, I've been neglecting Final Fantasy XIV, and I've only just remembered, because Steam reminded me, my subscription is about to renew. So <laughs> I should probably play the game I'm paying for. <laughs> probably, yes. Yes. Yeah, no, that's that's a good one there. Um, let's see here. Greedfall 2, The Dying yes. World. Greedfall seemed like a pretty cool game. Mm-hmm. Sequel there. Uh, let's see. Hyper Light Breaker might be interesting. Yep. As well as, uh, talk about Indiana Jones earlier. Uh, I hope it's a dumb game that is fun to play. John Carpenter's Toxic Commando. That game seemed really fucking stupid in a way but i like john carpenter stuff so let's go hold on tyler you didn't tell me there's a kingdom hearts game coming no i don't care kingdom hearts missing link Tyler, you need to play it no i don't but here's the fucking stupid thing is that they will going to play well i don't think i'll play it but they will make me like need to look up, look up stuff because yeah it'll be part of the story for kingdom hearts 4 because they did that with a different mobile game um i forget yeah. what it's called for three and i'm like oh my god this dude what are you guys doing so <laughs> no i'm good uh little nightmares 3 which i think is being developed by super massive which is kind of interesting um yeah so that's coming out Got Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater. Yeah. Metaphor Refantasio. Yes. That game looks really good. It's from it, Atlas. Mm-hmm. It does seem interesting for sure. Uh, no Rest for the Wicked, which is um, uh, from Moon Studios. That game was one of my highlights of the Game Awards. Let's, let's back up for a second, though. Metal Gear Solid yeah. Snake Eater... Sorry, Delta Snake Eater. Yeah, so apparently that was kind of confirmed to be in 2024 because of a Sony like promo for like this is what's coming in 2024. Um, do you think it comes out and is it good? Uh, what's your no, guess? No, but yes. No, but yes. Okay. All right. No, it's not coming out this year, but yes, I think it'll be good. All right. <laughs> uh, continuing on here, Pow World is actually out tomorrow. It's, oh wow! Um, it, they don't have the correct release date here, but Pal World. You remember Pal World? Yes. Isn't that? It's also the... coming to Game Pass. Right. Isn't that the like Pokemon game with guns? Yes. Yeah. You need to check it out at least. <laughs> yeah, game seems pretty crazy. Oh, they're releasing the Thousand Year Door on Switch. Yeah, oh, I yeah. I never played that, so I'm I'm definitely excited. Dude, for that. yeah, that's like one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, I've heard it's very good. So uh, that looks cool. Uh, a game I'm interested in coming to Xbox and PC. I'm sure it'll come to PlayStation eventually. Is uh, replaced. I think that replaced? is from okay. Um, 
I think that's from a few, uh, I could be wrong on this. I'll have to look it up, but, uh, a few inside developers like that, that team kind of like split up and is like, you, you get Somerville and cocoon. And I think replacing another one of those, but that game's even neat. Uh, Silent Hill 2 is not coming out this year. No, I don't. I don't think so either. I'm curious about it, but I don't think it is either. Um, and we'll be lucky if Star Wars Outlaws does either. I don't. I don't think. No. I don't know, I, man. I think it. I think it I is. I want. I want, but I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can see it coming out. Um, I think that studio, Ubisoft Massive, man, they're like, they're a workhorse. They they are just getting a ton of shit out. They did Avatar. They're doing this game. They announced a Division 3. They're doing a whole bunch of stuff. Um, so I can see it coming out. I think Ubisoft is kind of putting, you know, their, their whole year is kind of riding on that game. So I think it will come out. Will it? Come out late in the year, probably. I think that's okay. Uh, looking further down this list. A uh, game I'm interested in is going to be kind of wild coming from me, I guess. Maybe. I don't know. Stellar Blade. Game seems fucking cool. Let me it's look like an this. action game um, from Shift Up as the developer. But Sony kind of picked that up and is it's basically like a... Second part exclusive, I guess, but the gameplay seems very cool. It was announced at okay. a state of play. Oh, I remember this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He looks uh, neat. Let's see. What do we have left? Uh, what is this game? The casting of Frank Stone. That seems familiar. That is from, I think, Supermassive, and that is the game in oh, the. Yeah. Oh, and the day, daylight. dead by day. Okay, never mind. Right. Never mind. Right. <laughs> uh, so Lord of the Rings Return to Moria, I believe, is already in early access on PC. Yeah, I think so. Um, uh, we'll see if it comes out. Wolf Among Us 2? Hmm. Okay. We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> I hope it comes out, and I hope it's good. We'll see. And I guess the last one here, maybe I, Zenless Zone Zero. I'm interested in. Mm. There we go. Game from Hoyoverse. Yeah, but it looks a lot different than Genshin and Honkai in its gameplay. Yeah. So, I think 2024. It's. I mean, look. There's going to be a lot of other things to be announced. For example, Indiana Jones just got announced today. It's apparently coming out this year. So there's going to be more, but it's not really anything from Sony Studios. <laughs> yeah, that too. There might be a new Switch or new Nintendo console, I should say, this year. A um, lot of rumors pointing towards that. So there could be a lot of really big things happen this year. There's not a ton that I am like absolutely amped for. Um which, in a way, I kind of like because there's a lot of catch-up I still need to do from 2023 because that was just an insane year for the product of video games. Um, 
So, yeah, but there's there's definitely stuff. Like, I think the games I'm probably looking forward to the most, uh, two of them are coming out in the first two months of the year. And that's Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth and Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. And I think the next game I'm honestly very interested in is Dragon's Dogma 2. Okay. So and that's in March. So that's the first three months. That's the first quarter yeah. of the year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a couple other things like maybe Pacific Drive, Helldivers 2. But yeah, those are probably the big ones. And then I'm obviously very much looking forward to Hellblade 2. I hope Destiny 2 is good. I doubt it. We'll see. And Stalker 2 looks good. Um, but yeah, I think even then out of the list of things um, that kind of threw out there and uh, that's undated like there's things I'm interested in but there's not not a whole lot that I'm like absolutely like jizzing my pants over you know what I mean mm. so mm. well I'm just kind of gonna take it a little easier this year because most of what I want like I said it's very early in the year so we'll see where it goes um, all right one I'm, game at a time definitely yeah that's what I'm trying for what about you what are you most excited for and Stuff like that. For uh, Pal World, Pal World to start. Mm. I'm. <laughs> I need to see what the fuck that ends up being, <laughs> um, because yeah. I've seen a lot of TikTok videos, um, and you capture these monsters and balls, much like Pokemon. Oh, and I man. saw someone capture a person, like a human being, got captured in a ball. Oh my, that's interesting. All right. Uh, <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's a super fucked up video game. <laughs> um, if Star Wars Outlaws comes out this year, I'm really excited for that. Uh, yeah, me too. But yeah, me too. Uh, and then Dawn Trail. I need to catch up in Final Fantasy 14. I feel bad about not pl- <laughs> paying, not playing the game. I pay uh, eighty bucks every three months. Not three months. How how often is that? Every six months, I think. So, yeah. I, I pay a lot of money for that game that I don't. Or is that a yearly? How? Hmm. I forget how often I pay that subscription, Tyler, which is probably <laughs> scary. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, but when you think about how much time you've actually put in that game, it probably all evens out in the end. Yeah, I guess so. Even if there's this um, period of time where you might be paying for it and you're not really playing it. Um, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if I remember my password. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I am watching some gameplay of Power World, and this seems fucking wild. Like, this person I'm watching is just, like, beating the shit out of this, like, chicken-looking creature. <laughs> just beating the living shit out of it with its fist. That's crazy. <laughs> wow. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everyone, uh, let's load up in Power World and just fuck shit up. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we're going we're gonna to do that. Uh, we're going to play some games. We're going to get back to you about those video games. Uh, and, yeah, until next time, you know, do all those things we ask you to do. Uh, rate, review us, share us with your friends. Um, and note, note that there will be more time in between podcasts from here forward until otherwise announced because we want to play more video games and talk about them. Yeah, I um, think it's for the better. I think this was honestly... Especially uh, early in the year when news is, sl- news is slow, early in the year. 
yeah optimal yeah um i agree but yeah uh we'll get back to you when we get back to you until then be good to each other play your video games and bam ba 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 bam